boom, coming in hot on a Monday, Chichi. How we feeling, cuz? Case is back home after a whirlwind <laughs> week of travel, and then this weekend was nuts, too. You told us a little bit during the week. What, what happened this weekend? A lot of fun. Crazy, things. dude. Oh, dude, great time. Well, I was at uh, MLB Network all week, and then I flew down to Jacksonville, Florida to watch Kent State versus Jacksonville University, and uh, the Kent State Golden Flashes won two out of three. Probably should have won three out of three. They blew a game. They were up five to one in the eighth in the in the first game, lost six five. Tough oh, one. jeez, tough one. Um, but yeah, they they uh, it was great, man. And Jake Jake uh, played in all three games, started two of them, and it was just a fun time, dude. Good 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 uh, good team out there. Jeff Duncan, the head coach, good guy, and you know Bear Serrato, all those guys, Berkey, a lot of good people. So it was it was fun, man. Wow. But the great thing was Chinch. Dude, I got to see, like, it was like a family reunion. My Uncle John, my dad's brother, and his wife, Andrea, drove up from from uh, Jupiter, Florida. My cousin, Jimmy, who lives in Jupiter, came up. His daughter, Hannah, goes to North Florida, so we met up with them. Then my Uncle Bob, my cousin Jeff, they're all down there. My cousin Jeff's in Jacksonville. We haven't seen him. So Jeff's there with his wife, Kellum, and their kids, and we had a blast. And then my son, Andrew, flew down from Dayton. Dude, it was it was like literally like a family reunion. So it was a great wow. weekend, dude. We had, a, we had a blast. Now That's cool. Now we're finally home. We just flew back now, and bam, we're, we're off and recording. I just I just had a flashback when you were talking about how they, they blew the lead uh, in that first game as a rough loss. Yeah. I had a game in college. It was Columbia Cornell. This was my freshman year, okay, and one of my best friends in the world. I'm not even going to say his name because I don't even want to. Him associated with what happened to him on the mound. So he's a relief pitcher. Freshman year, he was a relief pitcher, but he's a, he a pitcher. Six slider. He comes in. We were up by six runs, okay? And it's a very, like, windy day, like Columbia. You know, it's up at the Hudson River. Right. So oh, the wind yeah. can blow out a little bit sometimes, too. But whatever. Long story short, comes in clean inning in the sixth of a seven-inning game. Walks the first two. Gives up a three-run homer. Okay? What? Listen, so now we are up by three. Okay. Walks the bases loaded, gives up a grand slam. Five walks, two homers, seven runs, no outs, and we're down by one. We wound up winning the game on a walk-off homer by a shortstop, Matt Murphy, I believe. What was his ERA at the end of the year? It, it was like impossible. It was that's the other thing in college. You don't play enough games for your ERA. Yeah, to you drop can't get it down. Much. You can't. Yeah, you're in the big leagues. You got 60 appearances. You can get yeah, it down. Yeah. College, you can't. Yeah. He said at one point he was so wild. He was just think, thinking of just like trying to get somebody to ground one back to the mound so he could just throw the ball into the stands and then like save a couple on his ERA. <laughs> oh my God, but so we get back to uh, like the dorms, whatever. And he had gotten there before us. He wouldn't go out to like dinner with everybody after the games, obviously understandable. Oh, dude, I've been there. It's and worse. he had, dude, he had one of those fans, you know, the standing fans that's like five oh, yeah. feet. Oh, yeah. We get back to his room and he was just sitting, he's sitting, he had a, he had a lawn chair that he would put in his dorm. He was sitting in his chair, watch TV. He's like, what's up guys? There was a baseball bat broken in half, and the fan was all <laughs> over the place. And his roommate, Danny, walks in, and he's just like, yeah, all right. And just, like, walked all over everything. Nobody said a word to him, and we left the room. It's terrible. Anyway, I got one crazy six degrees of separation story for you from sports over the weekend. And this is interesting. We have not talked about this. Did you see the kid who won the dunk contest, Right. He was like a D-League guy. Oh, yeah, dude. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Mac McClung made more money winning the dunk contest than he has in his entire NBA career. He signed from the G-League, whatever, blah, blah, blah. What did he make for winning it? I think it was like a hundred grand. And I think he's, over the course of like two or three seasons in the G-League, up and down, whatever, 
he's made like 109 grand or something or vice versa like so he basically just doubled his career earnings in the nba he's going to make money off of this as well he should he's one of the greatest dunkers of all time now here's what was interesting to me i was kind of doing a little research on him his uncle played major league baseball seth mcclung yes you remember him i was going to ask yeah you with that. the with the rays with the tampa bay rays had yes. good stuff dude really good stuff Okay, so that's I'm, that's funny that you say wow, that. Wow, no way, dude. Yes, do you believe that? Now I looked up batter versus pitcher against Sean Casey. Yeah. This is where the mystery comes in. <laughs> One plate appearance and no line. Not even a hit by pitch. So can you go back into your mental memory and no, think No what, walk? No, maybe somebody, maybe you were, like, now what, I, I forget was, statistically, like, let's just say you were up in a... Like if it gets to like zero and two in you, was that was it with the Red Sox zero eight? I want to say I can't find I couldn't find a damn date. I, I think I think it's it was 08. around zero eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pitched in a game. I found like a I found like a bio line where he pitched in a game. I want to say maybe against the Tigers where you were on the team. You popped out to end the game, but against a relief pitcher. But I don't know if you started the game and pinch hit. How do you get no at bat? I'm trying to. I, I know uh, there's got to be a way. Like if you uh, go sack 0 fly sack fly. No RBI. It just says one plate appearance. Zero. Nothing. No hit, no walk, no nothing. we got to get to the bottom of this. I don't know. It's oh, just It was stuck in my Wait. head. I'm going to look at it again. Ready? Seth McClung. I'm going to pull it up I, again. I remember. I remember. I, I think I was in Boston in 08 or I think. when I don't know. if I don't remember facing him, but. I don't know. I knew anyway. he was on that team. All right. Well, the, the, that mystery we will unravel as, as the days go on. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to look it up more. I might actually like. Shoot a text to your boy Matt Baker and see if he can track down. He's, he's one see, of the guys. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right. Those guys will figure it out. They will figure it out. All right. So sticking with baseball, let's get into like the feel good story of the off season so far. Is that there is a man yeah. who is a hero in our second? Yeah. Shout out to our boys up in Canada, our second biggest fan base in the country. What yeah. Happened? We saw all, yeah. All the Canadians listen. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Um. John Schneider, baby. Wow. It was a was uh was getting breakfast or lunch? I think. Over to a restaurant out right out there in Dunedin. Lady goes down. She's choking. Schneider jumps up. Bam. Like like David Hasselhoff would. <laughs> Gives her the Heimlich. Bam. Freaking piece of steak comes flying out. You know, all's good. I and mean, she yeah. has no idea that he's the manager of the Blue Jays. And I guess the manager, uh, the manager of that restaurant bought him a beer. He said, he, yeah. and, he, and, and he said he was a little rattled. They're like, what'd you think of? He's like, I didn't think much of it. I just knew I knew the Heimlich since I was in sixth grade. He's like. And he's like, uh, you know, I got to use it. He's like, but I'm glad I had that beer because I was rattled for a second there. Oh, my God, yeah. No, so that, <laughs> no, that, great, great story, great story. But it brings up my question. Could you, are you capable of pulling that off? Can you do the Heimlich? Do you know how yeah, to do yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I could, I could do it. Yeah, you grab them right here and you just pull up and poof. Yeah, right under there. Now, can yeah. you do the... Mouth-to-mouth? Uh, -mouth? Yes. CPR? CPR. Bro. I think I I got I got I just talked to my buddy John Dennis after the Demar Hamlin thing. I was like, I have to learn CPR. Like I, so I I have I do know it, but I don't know it yeah. as I should know it. No I refresher know course. I, know I feel like I would need yeah. a refresher course yeah, too. Yeah. Do you know it? I uh, I did. I did know it well. Like I I was a lifeguard one summer or whatever. But, yeah, but, you were yeah. lifeguard thirty five years ago. Yeah, that's true. I'm probably not. As, <laughs> the, 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 the quick twitch muscles aren't the same as they probably were back then. You were the real David Hasselhoff, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. like, Chich, we got a guy going down in 
deep end and you're like, yeah. I'll get you with your red Speedo on. Yeah. By the way, this brings up another story that just popped in my head. <clears throat> Do you know somebody almost choked to death at my wedding? Did you know this story? I, I was there. You were at my wedding. Yeah, you were. Who? You were that was back Who? in the day. Marty Montalto. So, Marty almost choked? Yeah, so listen to this. Shout out to Marty, our boy. What? Uh, I didn't know that, Marty. CP at, at MLB. So uh, we had the wedding. You know how the wedding goes. Yeah. Uh, it was a complete blur to me. But then we rented out that little like bar restaurant uh, mixed doors in the Garden City Hotel. Also, shout out to them. Great place. Great wedding, I would say. Yeah, uh, great wedding. Great but wedding. so the guys are kind of sitting around, and I'm finally like relaxed, and we're just hanging out. And I'm looking, and everybody's like, should we tell them? Should we tell them? I'm like, tell me what? What's the matter? And it was like him, Savino, Rombeck, all those guys are sitting around. And like, Marty almost died. And I was like, what? What? So apparently he was eating the steak. And he, the steak locked him. Locked him up. What? Literally hardcore. No breathing, whatever. But the guy said that, that like five of the wait staff, they like ran over, picked him up, pulled him out. One guy grabbed him. Point. Things shot right out of his <laughs> mouth. Oh so gosh, it went like dude. eight feet. And he went back to just pounding vodka sodas the rest what? of the night. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know it until hours later. Thank God. Oh, thank God. Well, Marty's doing well now. I just saw him this week. So, yeah. thank God. Yeah, tell yeah. him to chew, slow, chew, slow, chew slowly, Marty. Yeah, chew Let's your go, food, bro. Marty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. One more topic we got going on. And this kind of spins. I like when we do these things where you take parallels from one sport and bring them to your experience as a baseball player. So, here's what happens. Right now, I'm 30, 13. These guys, all, all we're talking about is like Rogers, Carr, Carr, Rogers. Who do you take? Who do you want? Obviously, Rogers, we know who he is. He is the superstar. Very similar, maybe, to when, like, you know, Griffey was a red. Uh, right. Carr is a really, really great player. Not obviously at the same level, not the same as far as historic implications of signing a guy to your team. Who do you take and why? And sometimes do you say maybe we don't want the superstar? Not comparing well, it to Griffey because you wanted Griffey. Yeah. That was, that's yeah, no yeah, comp yeah. there. Well, well Griffey was Michael Jordan back. Yeah, then, yeah. I mean, that was, that's not the compliment to make exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, um, go ahead. Uh, yeah, if the superstar is a winner, and I think Rodgers is a winner. I don't know. I know he won one Super Bowl. He's going to the postseason every year. I know people will say, like, hey, he he's not Tom Brady with the wins. But for me – I just feel like Derek Carr is a great player, but it, you know he's never you know even with some great teams there in, in uh, with the Raiders he never really got them over the hump. I feel like the Jets are a team that's ready to win right now with some big time weapons. I just feel like Rodgers has three really good years left, and he would be the guy to go there for a three year deal and just take the Jets to the promised land. I think. Yeah, I think so too. It's an interesting question. I posted it on uh, on social media. A couple people chimed in yesterday. The two, mostly the Jets fans. You know, do who do you want as a Jets fan? Jets fans are totally and completely still like kind of like a little shell shocked from when they did the exact same thing with Favre. Remember, Favre was oh, a yeah, Jet. That's right. That's right, dude. And it that's didn't right. really work out. So Jets fans, I didn't, my buddy Mike Sheridan was one. Nicole was another. Who I want to shout out for replying to that story. But yeah, so Jets fans. I feel car, like cars. Cars a lot younger than Rogers, right? Cars definitely younger by a few years. Never missed a game. Like never misses games yeah. on He's purpose. He's a game or two, man. I, I like know. Derek Carr. Now the question really becomes though: like, is Carr and your exact roster that you have there 
better than what you would have to give up for Rodgers because you're going to have to give up draft picks. You might have to give yeah. up a couple pro players. Yeah. That's where it gets tricky. Same thing's going on with, like, a Lamar Jackson. Like, do you franchise Lamar Jackson and keep him on a Ravens? Or are you just going to kind of – you could also do a franchise thing, but he can negotiate with other teams, and then you get draft picks back. It's tough, man. If you don't have a quarterback in the NFL – I was going to say, uh, if I'm another team and Lamar Jackson's out there, like, I'm going to get him ASAP. Yeah, right? I agree like, with I think that. The, the scary thing with the Ravens is, okay, you're going to let Jackson go for whatever reason, but, like, you've been winning with him, like, and he's a difference maker. When he doesn't play, you guys lose. Uh, right. Careful what you wish for. You don't, you know, listen – sometimes people have baggage you know it's the job of the it's the job of the leaders um to make sure that they navigate that you know what i mean and yeah. that's the bottom line so you know i think about you know like a guy like leland you know he he had a you know a guy like bonds or pudge or whatever you know not to say that they're, they're, they're listen they're big personalities but you got a guy like leland that can navigate that and really you know make sure you lead lead from the front make sure you say no yeah. i'm the leader everyone get in behind you know i think that's that's uh, you know a big thing with here, but like Lamar Jackson, guy's a stud, man. Yeah, it's and, an inch. You know, you if you lose him, like you said, it's a quarterback league. So you lose him, you're going to be a different team. And I think not only like it's magnified even further. Think about it this way: he is a mobile quarterback. Part or a lot of that Ravens offense is based off of will he run or won't he run, and scheming that way. So in if you don't if you don't if you let him go. And don't replace him with another one of the mobile quarterbacks. You're going to have to redo your offense, or, or at least totally. expand it totally different. It's kind of like that. That kind of stuff goes into things. I remember when was it Dallas Keuchel was like either a free agent or going to be traded a couple of years ago. There were a couple of really good contending teams that wanted him, but then the argument was he's a hardcore ground ball pitcher, right? Is Keuchel a ground ball pitcher? I think it was yeah, Keuchel. yeah, total ground. Okay, ball pitcher, yeah. so that almost eliminated a couple of the good teams that didn't have great infield defense because you know it's it's a tricky kind of slippery slope when when you when you're putting your rosters together for these sports i don't know i thought that was all interesting no No, i agree i totally agree man and like i said if anything you know it's just like hey listen the major league baseball is a you got to have three horses especially two it's a it's a it's a starting pitcher league yeah you can have you can have the trouts and the you know you know otani He's only had. There's only one of those guys. You could have the best players on your roster if you don't have horses on the bump. You're not winning in Major League Baseball. Just like the NFL, you don't have a quarterback in the NFL. I don't, look at the Jets. I don't care how good the rest of your team is. Your defense could be locked down. You could have you know skilled players everywhere that dominate. If you don't have a quarterback to deliver the goods, you're not winning. Like you might be 500. You might be a little over 500. You're not going anywhere. You might make the postseason, but you're not going to the promised land. I agree. Now, and now let's go back to baseball. How much pitching depth do you need? Like when you enter a season right now, how many mm-hmm. potential starters do you want breaking camp? Seven. 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 Talk me through that. I, I like that. I, I, I think. I think. The, look, look. Go look at the Astros last year, dude. They had a legit seven guys deep that they could mix and match with. You know, that's why they don't mind losing Verlander because they have so many studs in there. You know. Urquidy and uh, and um, you know they got uh, Garcia and they got McCullers and you know they just um, how um, what's the, the lefty? I got tons you know, of the, uh, the dominant lefty. Uh, wait, <laughs> what? Wait. They're, they're they're be- they're best pitcher. 
Valdez. Oh, Valdez. Valdez. <laughs> yeah, Valdez. Yeah. So yeah. nasty. So they're loaded. They, you know, you go back and look at the Astros. They won last year because they they had seven starting pitchers and obviously a great bullpen. But, you know, you can put some of those guys out in the pen, you know, that could give you a couple innings. So yeah. you're over 162, bro. You need starting depth. I mm-hmm. really believe I really believe that. And, you know, also too, you know, obviously you need you need guys with the way the bullpens are used nowadays, these starters aren't going three times around the order. Mm-hmm. You need some lockdown bullpen guys too because they're, they're using them so differently now, now, you know what I mean? They're bringing them in earlier. You know, the, the starters not getting a chance like I said to go three four not four times around the lineup unless you're Right. You know, Alcantara yeah, and also though, like you want to give that one guy a break. You know, you get veteran. You got a veteran guy, like you said. You get a veteran guy. Like maybe you give him one. Like you know better than I do, but like you give that guy maybe one extra week off to like get his hammy a little better, get his you know get his blister. Like mm-hmm. you need that depth just to be like, you know, we're up, we're up nine games right now. Maybe let's just sit you down for a week or two and just let it heal perfectly because we got a guy who's coming in there. He's going to at least be a 500 pitcher in, in your absence, right? Yeah, and think about that, dude. That's a great point because when we come into end of September, where are the races? One game, two games. Right. Yeah, so you don't think about the games in April, May, and June where you might have done that. Hey, man, so-and-so's not feeling great. We're going to get, you know, he's going to miss two starts. No one thinks about it in June or May. Well, you, you actually have a stud starter that can fill in. He gets two wins there. Yeah. At the end of September, you win the you win the East, the Central, the West by one game. And you're like, it, it had to do with just having great depth. Yeah. The great teams have great de- great depth, and it's usually at starting depth and obviously bullpen. Yeah. And baseball, I feel like more than any other sport, because how many times, I'm sure it's happened, I'm sure I can count, I bet at least 10 times in your career where some dude got called up to start a game and you're looking at him going, who the hell is this guy? And you wind up, you guys, all of a sudden, you lose three to nothing, and you're like, what What just happened? Who was that kid? And that guy's back in the minors. It's like... He's gone. You, yeah. There's, you there's just, a lot of people you don't remember you played with. Right. I mean, like, so, I, you know, I remember... Oh, dude, it's so funny you said that. At at, at, at Jacksonville this, this week, um, you know, I'm there, and I am go to go to the bathroom. I come out or get a water concession stand. They have all the guys that played in the big leagues. Juan Padilla. I was like, oh, Juan Padilla. I was like, how do I know that name? Like, Cincinnati Reds 2004. I was like, oh, my God, I played with him. (laughs) I played with him. Exactly. I was like, I played with this guy. Like, you forget. There's so many guys that come in and out, up and down. You know, you forget. Another another, uh, name from the past, too, John Cangelosi. Oh, yeah. Um, His stepson is on the uh, pitches for Kent State. No way. So he was there. So we kind of bumped into each other. We had a little thing going, dude. Me and Cangelosi got together. We took a picture. We sent the picture to Leland. And we said, "All right, we'll know who's the, well, who your favorite is by who you get back to first. Okay. Then Kanji on the side's like, "Hey, bro, I got to deal with Case. Call me first. You know, <laughs> did that? So Leland, Leland, Leland ends up texting me. You got you two are the reason I'm bald. You know, <laughs> and then he ends up calling Kanji. And we call we talked to Leland, and, and it was incredible, dude. It was incredible. It was Jimmy Leland. So that's so great. That's a that's a side note. But the Juan Padilla thing was the first thing I thought of. You know, like I said, you play with so many guys, you sometimes forget." Yeah, no, absolutely. Man, that's funny, dude. All right, so what do you got lined up for the rest of the week? You're home. You're home now for the yeah, first dude, time I'm in so, years. I'm so glad. Yeah, I'm going to be home for weeks, which is really, oh. really nice. So looking forward to just kind of getting back into my routine. And we got our, dude, we got our big um, miracle bash coming up on Friday. Right. So anybody out there, if you're listening, go to handbid.com or mm-hmm. download the handbid app, 2023 Miracle Bash. Just put that in there in the search search bar. 
We have some incredible items. We and we just Pearl Gym just let us launch it to their community. Oh, so right. that re, that that release ukulele went from tw so Eddie Vedder sent us uh, sent us a ukulele with with the release lyrics on the back, and it went from twelve grand we had for like the first week. It's up to thirty one like that. You that, get it out to the Pearl Jam. You get it out to the Pearl Jam community, bro, and, and things start to move. So incredible. I just, I just had like this just image in my head. I'm like. You think you think Eddie like walks into like UPS by himself with his ukulele and he's like, Hey, can you guys wrap this for me? And the guys are like, Holy shit, it's Eddie Fetter. And he's like, just be careful with it. I drew on a back and they're probably like, oh! like there's no way, right? There's somebody that shits no, no, that. No, no, no. George, George Webb, George Webby, who's a good buddy of mine too, George and Rob Skinner are down at the ten club. They got they got all the bubble wrap and yeah. stuff like oh that. They box that thing up and send it out. So. I just got my ukulele in the mail. I told you I was buying one. Oh yeah, dude. Have you started playing it? I started playing it and I think I'm better at it than the guitar. And I Well, why? Isn't it harder? I don't know. I'm a small person, but I got long arms, so like <laughs> like I got long hands and fingers, so it's not like I, I like I, I don't know why, but I can I can understand it better. Than a guitar, really, kind of the only difference is so you you play guitar, right? You're yeah, trying. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, on, a, on most chords are only three or four, yeah, strings. Yeah, yeah. So you're just eliminate. You're technically just only eliminating the two strings that you're not using on each particular chord right. progression, if that makes sense. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I think it's definitely easier because you're not you're not stretching your pinky and your thumb across one right. six it, everything's and fretboards. Yeah. It's yeah. actually more difficult when you go down to the bottom because the the, the frets are like they're minuscule, so, so you got to get right in there. I don't know if you could put those big uh, ham hocks yeah, on, big around Luke's. <laughs> yeah, I got to learn how to dude, do the strum and stuff. Dude, you're talking about fingers too. I'm also I'm also on the DL, bro. It's the first time. This what? is when you know you're getting old. You know when you're getting older. What? Happened? I go to take my pants off last night and I freaking like pulled a tendon in my finger. I'm like, ow! What is oh, it? I know what you're talking dude, about, dude. It like got caught in my pants and. I was like, oh, and it, and it cracked. It was like, it fell a rip, and I was like, what the? And I was oh. like, dude, it's killing me today. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. It's going to turn all black and blue and shit. Oh, it's already, yeah, it's already swollen real nice, but I'm like, I, I can't even tell anybody about this, but anyway, I'm telling you and all our fans, too, so that's, that's great. That's good. So oh I got to pull the tent and take my pants off, guys. Not a good injury. <laughs> Not a good injury. It's, I was getting ready to work out before, and I was like, I, I, God damn it, I hate getting older. I'm like, like what is that? And I'm like, <laughs> Fuck! I haven't even I, like it was like I worked out already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute! I didn't do anything. Why is my shoulder killing me already? So I'm gonna try to work it out, but it's not the same, man. No, so much dude, better being not. young. Anybody listening to us from the ages of like, I would say all way all the way up to almost thirty, twenty to thirty, just enjoy every step <laughs> you take. <laughs> it's am I am I correct? Like exactly. I went out. Oh my god! We did all our Christmas decoration finally. And so yeah. my Christmas... That's my why, I changed. That's why. Oh, that's why shit. you can't Yeah, it's because I did something that normal people do in a normal day, and I'm out of shape now. So, no, yeah. but it's like three flights up the stairs, you know, between I know, my dude. floor, second floor, and in the attic. Dude, I woke up yesterday morning. I felt like uh, Lou Ferrigno, like my, my <laughs> legs are all jacked up, and I'm like, do I not work? Do I not walk enough in my life? Unbelievable. That's so good. Start getting on a treadmill or something. Anyway. Oh, all right, that's all, all we right, got. brother. Hey, uh, really quick, I got my I got these new Sarah Strong shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Sarah. Zoom so in just, a little bit, like uh, move it move it closer a little because it's shadowed. Yeah, there you go. 
Yeah. Sarah Strong. Let's go. Sarah Strong. Nice, nice. You just got to so, send me some of those. Keep the prayers coming. I know you got the prayers coming. Keep the prayers coming. We hit the second round of chemo next week. Let's go. Yep. We're dominating. And she's dominating. She's battling her yeah. ass off, too. She is. She Tough is. Lady. We're going. All right, brother. All right. All right, bro. Love you, man. I'll see you tomorrow and everyone out there. We'll see you guys tomorrow, too. Thanks for joining us. Nice.